You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live, The Beat. Featuring the week's roundup and commentary on music news. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, The Beat. Hey guys, welcome to Black Hollywood Live's The Beat. It's your boy DJ Jesse Janity. I'm super excited. We have the lovely, talented, and beautiful Miss Rain Supreme in studio. Thank you. We're going to talk about her, her music, what she's up to, and get into her brain a little later. But first, I wanted to uh, get into talking about Kanye West, Drake's new album. And then later on, we have six songs that you guys need to download. But first... We need to talk about an event that's coming up that I'm super excited about. A&G Music uh, and B&B Music are putting together a concert called the 90s Experience. It's going to be live in L.A. at the Nokia Center, November 7th. Tickets go on sale today. And it's going to be Immature, Drew Hill, and Next. Amazing. (laughs) I have a question. I, love it. I mean, it sounds amazing. How do you okay. feel about <laughs> these performers who, you know, years have gone by? They're going to bring it back. You think it's going to be all about the music? Is it going to be about one trying to outdo the other? I mean, we kind of saw in the pop world, New Kids on the Block, Backstreet Boys, they kind of toured together. They tried to bring the boy band thing back. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a little softer spot in my heart for R&B music, so I'm excited about this. What do you think we're going to get from Well, I think there's a lot of pressure on the artists um, because they're going to have to show up and they're going to have to pull up when they get there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They have to live up to the memory um, that everyone has of them and their greatness. And it's like, it's been a while. Right. So I don't know how rusty they are, but hopefully they're practicing. Do you think that this kind of music can come back? Honestly, with with the way music is today, the way the new age... The stuff that the new generation listens to. Do you see this kind of music? Like, could they go on tour right now and inspire the young generation? I mean, I think like everything, it's going to have to develop and it's going to have to um, grow into something that is relevant Mm -hmm. today. But I think that, I mean, there's no one who's like, I hate R&B. You know what I mean? Like, R&B has a place in everyone's heart. And it was such a, a, um, a period of good music. And and I think, you know, it's going to bring out the R&B lovers, you know, I mean, this concert and it maybe it might re-inspire people to really support R&B, hopefully. I'm hoping it <laughs> inspires some artists. I hope a lot of right. artists go out to support this show because I would love for more tours to go out like this. Like, right. I forget who uh, last year it was. I think I saw Drew Hill, Faith Evans, uh 
I want to say Onyx. <laughs> it was, it, and it was just great to go back, and you felt like, wow, I feel like I'm 14. Again. Right. It's just, it's just like a flashback in time. You're, you know, it. And the thing about music like that is that it really captures um, the time and place and, and the feeling of when it really came out. So when you hear that song, when next too close comes on, right? You, you know, <laughs> you feel, you know, you feel that very same way you felt back when it was spinning on the radio every few minutes. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's good. It has good energy. And so I think, you know, as long as the artist can really come in, you know, give a good performance, which I'm sure they can. Mm -hmm. I'm hopefully, you know, I'm sure they're just, just as excited, if not more excited than we are to be performing. And, um, putting on such like a dope event. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, as long as, you know, that's on point. I'm like, oh, so November 7th, will your, will your fans be able to see you here? see me here uh, oh uh, man i hope so <laughs> i would love to go i mean this is the first time hearing about it but i would love to go i would love to be there for everyone at home if you're in the la area tickets go on sale actually today the show starts november 7th at 8 p.m yeah all right sounds great now into a deeper con- topic mr kanye west he was on the zane Lowe show mm-hmm. he had a four-part interview Mm-hmm. Now, before we get into some of the topics, because he said a lot of, he made a lot of bold comments. Um, what was your overall feeling after watching the, the clips? Honestly, I was just like, yes. I don't know. I, I like Kanye. Yeah. I do. I was irritated that he did the Chris Jenner show. I didn't see that. He came off very, I don't know. I don't know how to explain the word. Hmm. I don't want to say whitewashed, but it just wasn't the, it wasn't this Kanye. Hmm. And I'm wondering why. Well, I didn't see the show, but I will say his demeanor changed throughout this um, interview. If you saw, because when I first turned it on, I was, uh, it caught my attention. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It caught my attention. I was like, oh. This is Kanye. Interesting. Didn't ex- his demeanor was different, you mm-hmm. know. And then as he started to get a little bit more passionate, it, it started to change a little bit. Yeah, and I was like, oh, oh, okay, that's Kanye. That's the one I know. But, but I mean, I thought it was good. I mean, I, I didn't see anything wrong with it. I didn't see the Christian show though. So. Uh, well, you know, so with the Christian show, I mean, obviously he's dating Kim Kardashian. It's like they have a child together. Right. Your, the ch- your child's grandmother asks you to come on your show. She, he does it. So everyone, calm down with the whole Chris Jenner thing. But this interview, mm-hmm. a lot of people are irritated, and actually, I'm kind of irritated with the media because they blew it all up. I hadn't seen the interview, and they blew it up, and they were talking about Kanye West calls himself, uh, com- says he's the new Michael Jackson. He didn't say he that. He didn't say that. He didn't say that at all. Not. He thanked Michael Jackson for allowing him to be as creative and innovative as he is today. Well, what he started out doing even before that was he thanked his ancestors mm-hmm. for really breaking down barriers. And then he used Michael Jackson and to thank him for breaking down barriers within the industry that Kanye West is in. Right. Which it was like, I mean, what's wrong with that? I mean, he's playing homage and he's also acknowledging a history that which so many people like to forget. No one talks about the fact that um, you know, Michael Jackson had to push to put his get his videos played. No one ever talks about mm-hmm. that. You know, you just talk about King of Pop, 
greatest ever and that's it it's like you never hear that so i mean he really kind of that's how he started right and that's that's a beginning that i can always appreciate and i like anyone i think it was right after that he uh, you know after that bold statement of kind of just throwing it out there and people having to listen like oh yeah Michael Jackson did have to fight for those things. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, we don't think of that. Mm-mm. We just think of the white glove, the dance, the beats. We don't think about the actual People struggle. don't want you to. No, exactly. They don't want you to. And it's funny because the same people that don't want you to think about that struggle with Michael Jackson don't, they want Kanye West to struggle. I look at it from, that's what I'm getting from this interview no. that he said. Uh, you know, he one of the main things he talks about is he can't get deals with major uh, corporations. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a tr- uh, problem he's been having on his tour lately is getting sponsorships. And, mm. you know, why? I mean, I guess they look at him as a loose cannon, you know, a lot of which, <laughs> you know, which he is. Um, he says, you know, I'm an inventor, you know, it's it's funny that Lady Gaga can, you know, be the face of Polaroid. But what the hell does she know about damn cameras? He's creating uh, sneakers. He wants to create buildings, water bottles. But no one's giving him the ability to back behind that. Mm-hmm. What did you think about that, that whole topic? I mean, well, firstly, one thing that I really appreciated was he seemed very well researched. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He wasn't just, he wasn't in an isolated lane. He was talking about architecture. He was talking about fashion. He was talking about music. And it was just, um, and it's like, uh, I studied architecture in college a little bit. So, um, you know, some of the architects that he mentioned, it was like, you know, he mentioned Antonio Gaudi. And it's just like, you know, Kanye's not just like on some rant. Like he, he there is um, there is substance behind what he's saying, and mm-hmm. that was something that I could really appreciate, and it was stimulating. Um, he kept saying like, "I'm frustrated, I'm frustrated," and I, you got that message across. Like he's frustrated, and understandably, I think you know he expressed himself as an artist. Like I'm. You know, I'm a producer. I want to produce things. I don't want to just produce music. Right. So, I mean, for me, I, don't, I just, it was just such a different dialogue and something you don't hear. And I thought it, like, all I could think about was how he tricked this man. <laughs> because he thought they were going to talk about the music. <laughs> and they were not talking about the music. Kanye's like, look, I'll do your interview. But you know what? We're going to talk about what I want to talk about. And this is what's on my mind. I'm going to use this platform to discuss something that I don't think anyone else will really let me say. To me, he gave almost a, without giving a speech, he almost gave a Martin Luther King speech. Yeah, he said a lot. He dropped a lot of gems. He yeah. dropped a lot of gems. And my producer told me, he was like, you have to watch this. He's like, any artist, you really need to watch this. And he was right. Like, he he was speaking to a lot. And if you're not familiar, you know, you might miss a few. Well, and it's funny because I, he nailed everything. And it, I, I love it because it's the same type of mentality that I would have, you know, mm-hmm. or how I had watching it. I was like, people are going to watch this and be like, oh, he's dumb. He's so, look Not at him. All. He's just mad. And But then there's going to be other people like, do you hear what he's saying? Like, right. he's speaking the truth. Right. And ignorant people are going to look at it and be like, oh, he's just mad all the time. Like, you can't get sponsorships because, you know, look what you're doing. Look how you're acting. You're dropping the end bomb you're dro- you're calling yourself a god and you know i thought it was amazing that he I like said how he dressed it yeah yeah what do you 
yeah, I said, I am a god. What do you want me to say? Do you want me to say I'm a gangster? Do you want me to say right. I'm a pimp? Right. Which is funny because those songs are on the radio. Nelly, pimp juice. Come on, 50 right. Cent, gangster. Like, these are the people that are on the top of the charts. Who- and nobody, and it doesn't, you know, it's not being questioned, but he's being questioned, console guy. And it was interesting to me, too, because um, I, I liked particularly the fact that he addressed that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I like so many other people, were curious. Where is this coming from? What exactly are you saying when you call yourself Jesus? Right. You know what I mean? And I think um, he put it in such a way that I was just like, oh, Okay, I can accept that. Right. And I can relate to that. Right. Right. You know, obviously, you have people looking at it and and saying it's blasphemous and all this stuff. But get that, get the junk out of your head and look at the big picture of, no, we are made in the creator's likeness. Like, that's where he's coming from. I am a God when I walk. You hear Jay-Z says the same thing. And then he goes into talking about Jay-Z and saying, Jay-Z is more realized than me. Jay-Z, more of his dreams and uh, aspirations, they come true. Mm -hmm. I'm so frustrated. I have so much I want to give and a million people telling me why I can't. And you know what I say to that? You know, and I love Jay-Z, love Jay-Z, but the difference between Jay-Z and Kanye West to me is Jay-Z plays along. Jay-Z plays the Trojan horse. He goes into the field and plays with the people who shut him doors in his face. Where Kanye West is like, you shut a door in my face, I'm going to make noise. Mm. Yeah, there, I mean, there's different ways to do it. There's definitely different ways to do it. But it, it sounds like, um, well, I can say that. Yeah, I can say that. I'll just, that's not true. Well, for me, you know, for me watching this one thing that... I would love to have a conversation with Kanye about is, mm-hmm. you know, you sit here and when you hit a wall, because that's what he said, he said, I, you know, like glass Michael, ceiling. I've hit the glass ceiling. Mm-hmm. You know, when you hit this, you know, where do you go from there? And my question to him would be, well, I know your net worth. You have connections. They may not be Nike, you know. But there are ways to get sneakers produced. There are ways to produce what you want to produce. Mm-hmm. Why not, you know, go guerrilla style and do that? Mm-hmm. You know, and I wonder if it's, I mean, that, that it, it's, a, it's hard to start baby businesses and watch them gro- grow. But, right. you know, I, I would love to have that conversation with him as far as, you know, Okay, forget the big, you know, look at us here at Black Hollywood. You, the, the, you know, these things could be sold to a network, but no, we're doing it. We're starting from the bottom. And hopefully in the future we can say, now we're here. <laughs> I mean, I definitely kind of had the same, uh, it, it, it crossed my mind. You know, like it's, it was odd, for lack of better words, to see someone um, so successful with so much money kind of say like I don't have the resources to do this it, it was a little interesting because um, let me just say this yeah you as, as an artist right starting out was there a time where you said okay I don't have the resources to do this did Yesterday. you find the resources <laughs> but did you find the resources yes always you made it happen yeah right? you have to you have to and I and you know I think you know he said it's kind of towards the end I think it was the end I'm not sure if I saw the whole thing <laughs> I think he was saying. Um, he said this towards the end. He was like, I'm talking to a few people. So, you know, this might be 
his way of finding the resources and finding that way to um, get the things that he needs to do what he wants to do. And I hope he gets it because I love me some Kanye. This made me love him even more. Oh, my God. Me, too. I was just like, oh. And to hear that about the, uh, what was it, the Fendi sweatpants? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And to get your door, your your face slammed, you know, the door is slammed in your face. How many times, you know, it, it it's hard for me to, you know, you're going after a name, mm-hmm. and I get it, you're going after a name, but I'm just, I'm just, I, I, it's hard for me to relate to that because I'm not in a position to, you know, say, hey, I could probably get all these brands, you know, my equal is Beyonce and look at what she can do she's partnering up with Pepsi well why can't I partner up with Fendi you know my brain is always towards okay well how can I create this and how can I make it only mine and all mine yeah and that's you know with the easy shoes the the pants like Kanye you need to start your own brand yeah it it was it's interesting I mean he's definitely going um he has a specific vision and it's clear that that's what he wants. How did you feel about um, him talking about the, you know, going to these big brands and saying, I am rock and roll. I am the biggest artist out right now. Hip hop is the new rock and roll, which it is. And it, like you said, it has been since the early 2000s, I would probably say. Uh-huh. Actually, probably before that, because when you think about it, when the Spice Girls first came out... <laughs> Honestly, they were a pop group. I love group. the Spice Girls. <laughs> I love the Spice Girls, and here's why I love the Spice Girls. The Spice Girls' first album, if you listen to all the beats, are old school 80s beats. Mm. Hip-hop beats. Right. I mean, come on, we can go back in the day to see who was Jack and whose stuff, but as far as what he's saying is, we are the new rock and roll idols. Like, you want me selling your stuff. Right. You know, and I loved him talking about his tour, and nobody wanted to help sponsor him, and the stage, and... Right. How fast he can sell at a show. I mean, him and Kendrick Lamar. I mean, that's about as hip-hop as you could probably get a show right now. Right. Very true. How do you feel about hip-hop in in this generation being the new rock and roll? I mean... Do you agree with that statement? Do you think, like, well, don't take anything away from rock and roll, because rock and roll is still out there. It's still doing its thing. Like, where's your mentality with that? Um, I would say in my world, you know, it's definitely, and I think in, I mean, pop yeah, culture. it's it's pop culture, yeah. In pop culture, it's it's taken over. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like that's a pretty accurate statement. And, you know, the proof is right in front of you. So, it's kind of like, you can argue it if you want. And it, and it doesn't, it's not really a bad thing, you know, because everything is kind of appropriating different sounds and um, different um, ideas from previous things or from different genres. So it's kind of, it's not a bad thing, Mm -hmm. but it it is, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. So, I mean, it's kind of like, if rock and roll wants to come back, it can, but it it has to do it. Like, it just has to do it. And for all y'all that shut the door on Yeezy's face, y'all are missing out on a lot of money on that tour. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, yeah. So he was—he dropped a lot of gems, man. He—he he talked about a lot of stuff, and particularly was interesting to me was. I'm um, sorry, no. I'm <laughs> I'm like just going off. This is what we're we're here to talk about music. <laughs> Great. Um, no, but particularly like what and what's going over and over my mind is the Truman Show 
metaphor that he kept using. Mm-hmm. And it and it's interesting because I think, you know, Kanye, likes, like everyone else in the world, probably had an understanding about what life would be like for him once he got to a certain level. And, you know, he's at this untouchable level, but he he can't even get the sponsorship right. that he needs. So it's like he's stuck. So it, in a sense, it's kind of like... You know, maybe he was sold a dream somewhere along the way. And it's like, and I I mean, I think that's essentially what he's saying. Like, I'm sold a dream. You're told that this, you know, you have the whole ocean and then you hit the painting. Mm -hmm. And you're like, wait, just kidding. And no one else realizes it but you. But see, his that's the thing that bugs me out is like his brain is so much bigger than that. Like when he was making that statement about, you know, I want to create the the Yeezy shirts and, you know, put them on the, for the uniforms in the kids' schools mm-hmm. in Chicago. And then I want it to be everyone in Chicago's wearing this. And that's guerrilla style to me. That's what right. you need to be doing. If they, if you knocking on a door and they ain't answering, you need to b- break down your own doors. Yeah, that was a little, um, kind of, uh, a little contradictory. Yeah. Just a little, because it was just like, I mean, you know, Versace... They all started School, jerseys. I mean, I don't really know. They're they're two different things. Mm-hmm. But I, again, like I don't I don't know the ins and out of why he's saying. Yeah, he's he being subliminal. Do it. To, like, yeah, he he was talking about so much. You know, I think I think um, without really being having inside knowledge, it's hard to really understand mm-hmm. exactly what he's speaking of. And he seems like the kind of guy to kind of like talk about a lot of things at once anyway right. on a normal basis so i mean I and you're it. like all right i caught about four of those yeah you're uh, like the oh. 12 and that 30 seconds right so i mean it yeah i w- i wish we could see um the inside of his brain a little bit more often and I, i'm hoping nice. that he's going to allow us to with you know he's been really generous with his artistic creativity and sharing it with us like he said about you know his album which i will say this his album not having radio friendly hits like they're not radio friendly like one because of the language and two if you listen to just music right now it's just to me the audience of music right now is sheep we're listening to the same thing over and over. And people are are mad about it. And people, you know, we have people who, you know, are like, no, we want real hip-hop back. We want real rock and roll back. Well, promote it. Promote new artists. Mm-hmm. Phil, what are we doing here? Kanye's brain. This is Kanye's oh, nice. brain. Can, do we know what the different colors mean? We Nobody understands that. Oh, we, we, we didn't get that far. But it's very colorful and creative, and we love right. it. But make sure you guys check out Kanye West's interview with Zane Lowe. It was amazing. Uh, and like he said, it's an interview that will be probably played for years and years I think so. to come. Um, all right. Another amazing artist, Drake, finally officially dropped his album, even though people done had the album. Right. <laughs> Week before it dropped. Nothing was the same. Love it. We've been talking about it almost every single week here at The Beat. Um, Very emo-inspired hip-hop. Totally support it, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's get into one of... uh, There's a couple songs on there. Obviously, we've heard the main ones. I want to go into uh, two tracks that, if you haven't got the CD, you probably haven't heard by now. Uh, The first one is Drake the Motion. (laughs) 
It's not me and you, it's not me and you. You're reckless and you know it, they don't love you like I do. Say you're moving on, well, I guess that's just emotion. I guess that's just emotion. Oh, I guess that's just emotion. Oh, I guess that's just emotion. I guess that's just emotion I don't have a fuck to give. I've been moving state to state in my leather and my Tims like it's 1998. And my dog Chubby Chubb, that's my nigga from the way on the east side of the city. That's where everybody stay. Seem like everybody calling cause they want me. That's Drake the Motion. Very 90s inspired. Uh, next song we're gonna go to is Drake the Language. I don't know why they've been lying, but your shit is not that inspiring. Bank account statement just look like I'm ready for early retirement. Fuck any nigga that's talking that shit just to get a reaction. Fuck going platinum, I looked at my wrist and it's already platinum. I am the kid with the motor mouth, I am the one you should worry about. I don't know who you're referring to, who is this nigga you heard about? Someone just talking that bullshit, man, someone just gave you to run around. Niggas down playing the money, but that's what you doing, the money down. I don't waste time putting money down. I just go straight to who got it and buy it in cash. Pussy so good that you gotta come see me on tour and you gotta fly in first class. This has been years in the making. It's all for the city. They know I can write every song. Cash money records for He's He's disgustingly crazy. Like, the album is awesome. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. It has every sound that you would want on it. It's the type of album you can turn on in the morning. When you wake up, because I mean, I have some friends that be putting on like EDM in the morning. I'm like, okay, we need to calm down with that. Drake's album, you can put on in the morning, you can put on in the afternoon, you can put it on right before you go into the club. Right. That's the kind of music I like. Music that you can just put it on whenever you want to hear it. Mm-hmm. Have you, and you, you've gotten a chance to listen to the album? Yeah, I'm about halfway halfway through, through. halfway with intentional with listening which you because you want to really pay attention right to, to the lyrics and everything about yeah, it. yeah exactly um what's your feel from it well okay well let, let's tell some people you're also a makeup artist as well and a barber <laughs> so you were you you had the music on like is, is music right. something had it that, when i was cutting hair you was cutting some hair yeah is music something that you know kind of gets you in the mood kind of helps i mean you it always better? helps i mean it, it definitely gives you that like you know, that barbershop feel and then, you know, the guys. But I was asking the guys yesterday, um, you know, what they thought about the album. And, you know, one of my friends like, oh, it's it's so sad. And I'm like, really? This is before I played it. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, man, me and the bros are crying. I'm like, you're crying? He's like, no, we weren't really crying. But, you know, it's sad. You know, it's about him and him losing his girl. And I'm like, oh, really? So I'm, as I'm listening to it this morning, I'm like... I'm not getting the somber emotion yeah. that I was expecting based on that description. But, I mean... All right, so you, you have Instagram, right? So you see yeah. all the little, like, everyone be making fun. I talked about this last week. I'm so tired of people making fun of Drake and calling him, like, this soft dude. And I'm like, he's ta- what do you want him to talk about? He's talked about love. He's talked about, you know, helping a girl and being in a relationship, being mm-hmm. a good guy. He's talked about playing girls. He's, ta- he's talked about all the same shit. Shit that other artists have talked about. Right. You he know just has a consistent sound. You know what's interesting is like he gets such a hard time, mm-hmm. but I mean, you're buying it. 
So thank you. I mean, you relate, right? Obviously, and that's what I like. I mean, my personal interpretation of Drake is like he he's he's that everyday guy, mm-hmm. and he has found a way to articulate emotions that people go through on a daily basis, but. Sometimes a lot of people are just too cool to admit. Thank you. They put the too wall up. Cool Drake's admit. just saying it. Drake's like, look, yep. You Sorry. Think, like you, you think uh, Fifty Cent, Lil Wayne. You know, when when they first came out, it was gangster, gangster, gangster. Mm-hmm. But if you watch them over the years, and those layers start peeling apart. You start seeing this side of them. Lil Wayne right. sitting there rapping about I don't love, <laughs> like. And they gave him a lot of flack for that too. Right. I like that record. They yeah. gave him a lot. They gave him a lot of crap for that. But I mean, I now, mean, Drake's I hope like this the, doesn't bother Drake. You know what I mean? I just hope it doesn't get to him at I night. Mean, because I mean, I'm sure the album sales <laughs> won't get to him. You know what I mean? Very he'll, true. He'll be fine. Very true. I'm but my fine. thing is, is, I just kind of feel like Drake is. <laughs> The most popular slept on artist. It's such a contradictory statement right there. But I feel like people don't give him enough credit. Like, to me, he has an aura about him. And I'm going to get hate mail for saying this because I've mentioned this to other people. And, like, I've had, like, nice pulled out. You know what I mean? Like, he gives me the aura of Biggie. The same love that I had for Biggie's music, I get that with Drake. Mm-hmm. Whenever I hear Jack, I started from the bomb now here, like, I don't want to hear it again, but if it's on the radio, I'm still going to listen to it. Mm-hmm. It is played the hell out of my damn mind, but it's a dope song. Right. It's a good song. Drake, nothing was the same. If you don't have it, you probably do, but if you don't have it, <laughs> go buy it. All right. Miss Rain Supreme. Yes. I want to talk about you and your music. Okay. This nice little picture we got up here of your uh, you. album, Forbidden Fruit. <clears throat> yes. Where did that name come from? Um, it came from the first track. Actually, it's titled um, Forbidden. Well, after the intro, it's titled Forbidden Fruit. But um, it seemed to be fitting because we, uh, we kind of played with a few other titles. But I, I didn't want to go with anything that would... I would have to take on as a persona. Mm. So, um, I'm hesitating on telling you what the other option was. Uh, <laughs> it was going to be like femme fatale or something in that, um, genre. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm not a femme fatale. So right. I didn't really want to like put that label on myself. So forbidden fruit, it, it said it without, you know, really putting the box. Right. So yeah, that's where the title came from. And, you know, with your music and this album, um, where did you find your inspiration? Because, you know, one thing I will say about this album is it, like Drake, is very consistent throughout. You can sit and listen to the first song straight through to the last song. Thank you. Where do you pull that emotion from as far as the tone? You know, it was a very organic process, and um, I can't take credit for it we have a team so it's me my producer jason pounds um goes by jay pounds mm-hmm. and uh we have a uh, two writers from woodworks records the two out of the three brothers um and it's uh daryl sir ferris and davion ferris and so um it was organic you know i mean you know pounds and i we we sit up and we talk about 
what I want to say and, and, you know, where I want to go in both of us, you know, what, what inspires us? I mean, I like, I think most artists are inspired by my personal experiences. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, it's really about self-discovery and expression constant and it's like that constant cycle so um you know we got we all got together and it was very organic like literally we get in the house and or we get in the studio and um you know pounds will make the beat right there you know and you know i jot down some ideas to the you know what i'm hearing and then daryl would you know he he would just go off and he'd be like this is what i got what are you at and that's kind of how like forbidden fruit started mm -hmm. and we had two different ideas um, but we what came were the together. Two, what were kind of the two different? Um, uh, Forbidden Fruit was Daryl's idea. Um, the B section was my idea, and I, I heard running in the track. And I heard running, and I was like, okay. I was going a little, little bit of a different route. Mm -hmm. But we, we stuck with Forbidden Fruit in the end, but he puts that in there. So I'm running, baby. I, I feel you over my shoulder, baby. You're getting closer, and I'm running. So... Um, it, it's interesting. It's so it was such a great like experience, mm -hmm. um, and uh, it was it, it, the way it came together. Like it really felt like it was just meant to be, because um, it, it just it just flows so well. And it, it, we actually recorded it pretty much in that order. Really? Yes, um, with the f exception of Deep End. Deep End was recorded second. Lights Go Down was recorded third. So they're flipped. Uh, but we recorded it in that order. And uh, lights go down. You have a video out for it. Yeah. Uh, why did you want this song specifically to kind of put a visual with it? Um. Okay. So we did. We did a. We did. We did two visuals. So lights go down. Most people don't know. Um, lights go down is actually the part two to Forbidden Fruit. So Forbidden Fruit speaks of. Um, a forbidden love, someone who does not belong to you, resisting the temptation. And Lights Go Down is literally um, the part two. It was sam it samples the beat, and it's um, it was built off of Forbidden Fruit, and it's what happens when you fail to resist that temptation. And so originally we were going to do a visual for both. Mm -hmm. And um, but you know, in the process, we decided to cut the. It just wasn't as strong of a visual, right. so um, we decided just to cut it and just go with lights go down um, for now. And so um, that's Stay kind of what's out. <laughs> well, as an and before we get show at the actual video, you know, uh -huh. as an artist, you know, from where you started and you know, wanting the dream of. You know, I want to share this with people. You know, for the album, was it more that, okay, with this album, I want to just get my ideas out? I want to get my life story to music? Or was it I want to, you know, give a message to people? Like, where where did you stand as far as, like, what you wanted this album to speak? With, um, well, or just not even this album, your music. Okay. Well, this album was like this is like High World. I exist. You know what I mean? Hi, I'm here. Hi, I'm here. Thank <laughs> you. And it was a lot of a developing, and that's why we brought in writers um, because I've I've had uh, quite of a bit of writers block in the last. Um, three or four years my dad passed away and then since then it's just been kind of like difficult for me to really articulate myself right. and so um we brought in uh pounds brought in writers to the, so i can learn from them see their process see what's good you know get inspired um see how they work i'm i'm a poet 
originally, you know. So, um, and what are some things that you learned as far as? Because I do know the difference between writing poetry and, and writing an actual song. So, where did you did you guys kind of find a bridge for it? You feel or? Um, it's interesting. It's interesting <laughs> because they are woodworks. Like they are just so crazy talented. I mean, it's in their blood. Like it's not forced. You know what I mean? It's so. It's just from another place. It comes from such another place. So it's hard to really put it into words. It's not like it's real um, methodical. Like mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's just organic. It comes from with that in. And, and you know, they, you know, it's funny. Daryl is always like, oh, I hear things people don't hear. And they're like, Where he hears things people don't hear. And Davion, oh, man. I mean, it's just... It's hard to really say like, oh, okay, I learned that if I sit down and I jot down, because they're not like that. Right. So they're not those kind of writers to study in that kind of way, but they did inspire me a lot. And um, and their writing style, more so, it's not so much the process I study with them, it's more so the writing style mm. um, and how they use metaphors and, uh, and concepts and ideas. I mean, I'm so blessed to work with talent, such talented people. I mean, everybody. Do you have me. some favorite metaphors that you... Uh, I mean, like, if you listen to Deep In, like, the way that um, it, it plays on word, word, on the words. So it's like, um, let's stay away from the deep end. I don't want to drown. If we fall too deep in, we can't turn back around. Hmm. Um, that's, I mean, literally, I, I like every, every, I mean, I have, like, certain favorite parts of every song. Um, but there, there's that one in terms of metaphors. Um um, just the way lights go down starts like love addict. I'm not doing well. Got a bad habit, mm-hmm. and I'm afraid to tell that this black magic got me under a spell. This black magic, and you know, with the video, how you chose kind of a I don't want to say vintagey, but black and white kind of feel. Yeah, it's um soft focus. So, yeah. Um, and the lighting flickers. Um. You know, yeah. More of the director's kind of approach. Yeah, that was, that was the director. His name is Joe. Um, I don't want to murder his last name, (laughs) but it's on like the YouTube, so you can see it. But, um, but yeah, that was more so, that was his touch that he put on it. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, let's actually, we're going to play the video right now. This is Rain Supreme Lights Down Low. Boy, and this black 
Go down. Yes. Very infectious. Oh, thank you. Your voice, the tone, the album. Thank you. And where can uh, your fans get the album? Um, The album is available for free download on my website. It's um, www.officialrain.com. And that's R-E-I-N-E.com. As far as the future with music and you, do you already see yourself pulling inspiration for your next piece or yeah like i said you know this album was more of like the hello you know what i mean this was the we are here um but there is i have a story i have have a big story and so i have a lot of so all she said was hi and we about to start yeah we haven't even got into the story i mean we really haven't at all like what is it that you want to talk about as far as for your fans to you know, get to know because that's what I, you know, as much as I love fun, pop, carefree music, but to be able to actually hear the experience and what's inside your brain, you mm-hmm. know, as a fan, that's what I like to hear. So what stories are we going to tell? What what parts of your life, you know, obviously you spoke of death. Like, is that something that we're going to see? Yeah. Here? You'll, you'll see it. You'll hear it. It's really all a matter of um, what I'm currently trying to figure out is presentation mm-hmm. and how to present it because love speaks. And love is something no matter what you're going on go, or whatever, what's going on in your life, like you're always experiencing some type of love. And so I think as artists or particularly, you know, myself anyway, um, I'm drawn to talk about love. And I struggle with that because I'm like, there's so much more. But at the same so time. So much more as far as what? To, like more to talk like, about? Yeah, or? to talk about. There's so many more subjects. But at the same time, it's kind of like. But love, it always and comes I back like to love. That you say, yeah, it does. So I'm, 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 I'm debating on, um, literally racking my brain about how to really portray my story. Do I tell it like a love story? Do I write love songs? And do you just don't know? I'm really talking to my dad. Mm. You know what I mean? Or you know what is it? So it's interesting. But I mean there. It's endless. I mean, we can talk about death. We can talk about 
poverty. We can talk about bullying. We can talk about illness. We can talk about school. I mean, I also went to college and graduated from UCLA. Um, I, I know the whole college experience, not kind of sure. I mean, there's so much to talk about. There's so much. It's just really the hardest part is figuring out how to say it. Um, because I've known for years what I want to say. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how to say it yet. And so, you know, obviously working with writers, you know, you're kind of gaining the ability to put the picture together. Right. And, you know, obviously you have people helping you along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's kind of your biggest supporter in your life right now? Who's my biggest supporter in my life? That kind of pushes you when you feel like, oh, man, this music thing, like... Maybe I should just, you know, stick to makeup. Maybe I should just stick to, you know, barbershop, you know. Oh, man, you're going to get me in trouble because... I mean, you can, get, you can pretend this is the Emmys. You can give a list if you want to give a list to people. But, I, you know, I want to know, like, who in your I life mean, is it that... Well, okay, I'll say my biggest supporter, period, is my dad. Like, mm-hmm. he might not be here, but that's my biggest supporter. That's why I do it, you know? That's why I do anything and everything. That's why I continue. So uh, he's always going to be my biggest supporter. And, you know, secondly, it's my family. I'm very, very close. I have a twin sister. Um, Drop the gym. You didn't know that. I did, actually. Queen oh, told me. <laughs> dang. Okay, never mind. <laughs> But I have a twin sister, and so she's involved in everything I do as well. And, you know, she's a supporter. But, you know, I've really built quite a big relationship um, or a pretty strong relationship with my producer. And we have another artist um, with us, too, so Goldie Slim. And it's kind of like we, you know, that's where they're, those are two people that I really call when I'm feeling down. At least, you know, throughout this process, it's been kind of like, yo, I'm... You know, what do you think I should yeah, do, or yeah, this is how I'm feeling, right? And and those are two people I really trust, and those are two people that um, have been there along the way. But you know, you have your friends and your special friends that are there for <laughs> special you. Friend. Special yeah. friends. I, well, I, I like that you, you know you you know your sister, which is a funny is funny because when you do talk about twins, would you guys say that you guys pretty much are on the same level as far as? Morals? Are you guys polar opposites? Where do you guys stand with the twin? Uh, oh man, we're different. She's gonna be twin. I'm the good twin. Oh, the- <laughs> yeah. Um, She's watching. It's like, no, I'm not. No, she 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 Should owns it? it. No, okay. she owns right. it. Like <laughs> she she owns it. She's um, but but we're the same. We balance people up, and I, I'm kind of like that now. Just being a twin. Like if you're loud, I'll be kind of you know quiet. I balance people off. And I think that comes from being twin kids. When she's like upset and like belligerent, you know, I'm calm. And when I'm belligerent, you know, she's calm. Maybe I shouldn't say belligerent. <laughs> but, you know, like when you're just upset, then, you know, we tend to like balance each other off um, or out, I should say. So it's interesting. Yeah. But I mean, we've done everything together. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. All right. Almost. Uh, What's the next step for you? Can I you can I mention one more person? You can mention whoever you want. <laughs> okay. This is Rain's time. Okay, sorry. My best friend, Charm Madonna. She's also a very big supporter. I have a team. See, this is why I didn't want to answer this question. Yeah. You, you want to list off your team right now? Okay, yes. Charm Madonna, Charlie Brianna. What does Charlie Brianna do? Charlie Brianna's my stylist. Okay. And she's there whenever. And she had you beat in the video. Yes, yes. She styled that video. Did um, you do your own makeup? I did do my own makeup. Beating the video. <laughs> Thank you. And then um, Charm. Charm is always there. She's like, 
she's that person to kind of, you know, really dissect things with. She's also a choreographer. Oh. Um, yeah, she she works with Fatima Robinson. And so um, she um, she's kind of been getting me prepared for my uh, rehearsals and things gonna, like we're that. We're going to get some I mean, uh, dance performances. breaks? Oh, no, no. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. I mean, there's no dance. There's no room for dance no. breaks and forbidden fruit. You know, you got to wait for the next one. But, you know, just making sure I'm giving you what you need. Um, so, yeah. So we have the whole team and everything. But anyway. Okay. Next. All right, but what are we gonna get next? So are we gonna are we gonna get uh, a video first from Forbidden Fruit? Are we gonna get an album? Another album dropping? What's your maybe gonna, singles? What you can expect first is um, definitely some more videos, and the videos is where I'm gonna start to tell my story. Or tell some of my stories. There you go. Because there's a larger story, mm-hmm. but then there's you know. Just little vignettes. You know what I mean? So you're, you're gonna start to see little vignettes. I have a, a, quite a few ideas. I'm just debating on which one to do first. Um, because there are a couple of, uh, little tug of wars for the top favorite. Uh huh. I wanna give people what they wanna see. Girl, I think they wanna see all of them. Yeah. Alright, and where can we follow you? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at rain underscore supreme and on Instagram at rain underscore underscore supreme and then on, um, Facebook is Facebook.com slash rain supreme, no underscore. And website is officialrain.com. Yes. And you're pretty actually interactive with your fans on Twitter. Oh, Instagram. yeah, most definitely. If I see it, I'll respond. Like, yeah, of course. Why not? So there you guys go. Make sure you guys check out Forbidden Fruit on officialrain.com. All right. So now we're going to get into the six mix, six songs that y'all need to download this week. Uh, I want to get into the first song. You a Justin Timberlake fan? I like Justin. Justin's doing it. He's doing it right now. Uh, he just dropped the 2020 experience, two of two. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of, I actually prefer this out, this one better than the first one that he released. Um, and I was kind of struggling what song, you know, should we put out there? And I had to pick this one. It's Murder featuring Jay Z. around hanging out the window talking real big with your little slim waist and with all of that below your waist girl you know the next scene is murder murder maybe you need to watch out something might go down girl your body's gonna end up under the ground and i totally forgot the biggest feature on there timbaland because that beat it's dumb (laughs) love it uh next track i had to just do this because i'm not even really crazy about the song but I just have to, you know what I mean? Nelly just is like that guy that he just keep coming back. Mm-hmm. And for what Nelly did, whether some people hate him for it, because I feel like Nelly created hip pop. Mm. And I feel like he's definitely stayed true to it. You know, Flo Rida may have came in a little bit and <laughs> done some things to it. But he's still there, still strong. Uh, and I had to give him this one because out of he just released an album called Emo. And um, I picked this song because for me, 2 Chains, Juicy J, these these hip-hop artists who, you know, they started years ago. And then now they're coming back and they're really 
finding different ways to kind of get themselves out there. And a lot of them is hopping on pop tracks. Uh-huh. Juicy J, like we talked last week, he's got uh, Miley Cyrus, Justin Bieber, Justin Timberlake. He's all over the place. And 2 Chains has done the same thing. Um, so Nelly and 2 Chains, they have a song called 100K. And it is hip hop at, I mean, it's best, I, I, I would definitely have to say. I struggle between putting the Nelly track on or a Ja Rule because Ja Rule just dropped his. Oh, really? Um, and it actually is really dope. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? Gotta give it to Nelly because Nelly just be trying. He be, I mean, that Hey Porch just on Nelly. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, Nelly does some suspect choices with music. <laughs> we haven't had a hot in her in a minute. Pimp Juice in a minute. It's been a while. Air Force Ones. Although, I love that song. <laughs> I love it too. And if you notice, Miley Cyrus has that song 23. Yeah. Mm, mm, already happened. That already been happened with Air Force Ones. <laughs> All right. That's off Nelly's album M.O. Next. Last week, uh, I... I all the pop artists came out. It was Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. We're having an apocalypse. I like to call it. <laughs> and this group, Iconopop, uh, they sing that song. I love it. Oh yeah, I love mm-hmm. it. Love them. Love the album. The album's really cool. Um, and this song is so dope that we're about to play. It's called "Ready for the Weekend." I wanted to play the beginning of it because the buildup is just so awesome. Y'all going to be real mad when it cuts off because you're not going to really get to hear where it goes from here. But that's why you got to go to iTunes and download it. Iconopop. Are you into them? I like this. Got to hear the album? I have to hear the album. We're going to get you the album. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, all right, this next one, he's actually a homie of mine, and I wanted to support him. His name is Mikey3000 Watts. And I had to support him because I'm his biggest critic. Okay. But he'll always play a song, and I'll be like, mm, you need to change that. Mm-hmm. But he's got this song out called Beef. He just showed it to me. And it's really dope. Uh, and I, I, 
just lyrically. Here we go, Mikey 3000 wants beef. They say Jesus walked to death with a cross on him, and I'm riding around town, they got a cross on it. People out the swag, I'm decked out in rag, just like Arabia. So come from the hood, know about the hustle, never really is it done. Skinny nigga never fat like Ricky, rocks, I'm rolling up the sticky. Pretty niggas still hood like Dickies, test me, really? 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 Born a raise with the thugs on the avenues, now I'm kicking it with stars on the avenues. Avenues get old, so I'm back to the music like nah, 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 nah. Mind no Kevlar, it is KP. Don't go against the guy. 805 by Island Bread, smoke that GK. The baddest bitches on That's Mikey Watts, Beef. The chorus is dope. Totally recommend it. You can check him out on SoundCloud. Next. You a fan of Goody Mob? I'm not familiar. Oh, girl, we're going to put you I know. Oh, we're going to put you on to so much music today. I know. Goody Mob, CeeLo's group, they're back. Oh, got it. Strong. Mm -hmm. This next song is called Amy. Now here's a little story that must be told about a little white girl that was born with soul. She was the first of a kind I was scared to speak. She had long red hair, perfume sweet. It shouldn't be taboo, but it is. Might not be your reality, but it's his. Black, red, white, blue, and all the above. Now tell me what's wrong with conditional love. I remember like it was yesterday when I went over her house to play. That's Goody Mob, Amy, from their new album, Age Against the Machine. I love that they just mix old school hip hop with, mm -hmm. I don't even know what you would call CeeLo's vibe. It's like a 19, so like, I don't know what era that is that he captures for me. Yeah. But he does what like uh, Janelle Monet does for me, Solange mm -hmm. does for me. They capture that. I can see that. Certain generation. I love that. Um, and then finally... Like I said, I love feel-good pop music. Jesse J. I'm a big fan. How do you feel about Jesse? She's amazing. Amazing vocalist. New album, Alive. This song is called Harder We Fall. I was going to go with one of the more harder songs, but I was like, you know what? Mm -mm. Harder We Fall. Great message. Great vocals. Here we go. Ain't it funny how we're all afraid That tomorrow everything could change We forget we got Jesse J, How Do We Fall, Alive. Totally recommend purchasing the album. You can get all these songs on iTunes, except Mikey Watts. You can get that one on SoundCloud for free. So there you guys go. You get free music. All right. <laughs> and uh, while you guys are doing that, make sure you guys check out the officialrain.com. Yes. Officialrain.com. No, the. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. I was trying to make it like grand. Yeah. yeah. Officialrain.com. <laughs> get the album Forbidden Fruit. I promise you guys every single song from start to finish. If you like the Drake album, if you like the consistency <laughs> in an artist. Thank you. Forbidden Fruit. 
Rain, thank you so much thank for coming so in much. today. My pleasure. Hopefully we'll be able to get you back in studio oh, when, yeah. you drop, when you drop the rest of your story. Oh, of course. Of course. You guys can uh, keep up with us over at BHL Online at Twitter. Follow us at Facebook at Black Hollywood Line. You guys can keep in touch with me at DJ Jesse J. And where can they tweet you? Um, at Rain Supreme, Rain underscore Supreme. See, you gotta get it together. I'm getting you Rain time. underscore Supreme on Twitter. Till next week, same time, same place. Peace. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Dario Kristen, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network. If you have questions or comments, tweet us at BHL Online or email us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. For more exclusive content, visit blackhollywoodlive.com. This has been a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network. Hollywood, redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.